Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Another big European night for Norway and West Ham and Spurs take different approaches to tuning up for the weekend. Welcome to the Football Ramble preview show, sponsored by Betway. It's Friday, 22nd of October. I'm Kate Mason. I'm Luke Moore. I'm Alicia Hunter-Raja. My career as a horse racing commentator awaits, Definitely. I think. Welcome Definitely. to the Football Ramble preview show, everybody. Luke Moore, feels like, oh, crikey. Careful, <laughs> give me a kick then. So, oh, so yeah. It was more like a pat, it was more like a friendly pat. I was yeah. like, a pat with my foot. With what looks quite a lot like a jackboot. <laughs> so I'll take it on the chin, I suppose. Just trying to set the tone. It's been yeah. a long time, mate. It has, it has. But I'm very pleased to be here. And uh, thank you very much for having me back. Oh, anytime. Thanks. And Vish, it's been, in a sense, not long enough. <laughs> 24 no, hours. no I, I get that sense as well. Yeah. yeah. No, no hats with you this no. this this fine morning. <laughs> no, I thought um, it was so. It was quite amusing that I, when I left the house today, I remembered to take it out because this t- that time the beret you're on about the beret, the beret <laughs> I wore yesterday. <laughs> but um, yeah. you know, you're if you have not take it out in the future, yeah. by the way. Yeah, no, no. Fair, fair shout. <laughs> but the um. Yeah, so for anyone who hasn't listened to Thursday's show, I suppose obviously there's footage of it on Instagram, but it was the morning of Thursday's show when I turned to my wife Olympia and I said, do you have a beret as she was walking out to a very important job? Yeah. And it was a little bit like, I imagine people with uh, kids when they find out in the morning of book day that yeah. they need an outfit. Yeah, to be a character. Yeah, um, yeah. and she was like, what, what are you doing? I was like... I can't explain this to you because you're running late, yeah. but it is a nonsense. And yes. you have a real job. Yeah, so and she has a real job. And your That's character, confusing And your for character you. that day was a dick. Yeah, it was, Basically, yeah. yeah. Tonight, yeah. Matthew, yeah. would be a dick. Nice to see it's you. It's funny, all Vish's, all, be, all Vish's best material comes when Jules is not around. 
Oh, I see. Well, you think he's just a bit crushed by her? Terrified. Terrified. No, I, I think I, I, I think I respond well to Jules because you know you only only when you're under duress, yeah, <laughs> you know, do you learn about yourself. Pressure, pressure creates diamonds. Yeah. Well, Jules... All right, shut the fuck up, man. Yeah. Let's crack on, shall we? Yeah. Uh, Jules was at the West Ham game last night. She was. Yeah. Oh, it's so isn't it so? Sorry, this is a bit navel gazing, but isn't it so bloody nice seeing her on the highlights and seeing She's her great. doing her stuff and with the Cole brothers as well? Oh yeah. Mm. All, all of the big lads. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so nice seeing her working on that. Uh, West Ham beat Genk 3-0 in the end. I mean, there was quite a lot of pressure from Genk early doors, but yeah, yeah. two goals in one minute is always going to make you feel a little bit shit, isn't it? Very even first half. Genk's had like, quite They quite had a lot of chances, of yeah. yeah. And, then, and then obviously West Ham just kind of moved through the gears and took the game away from them. Dangerous from set pieces, West Ham, obviously two goals from the centre-backs. Um, yeah, Craig Dawson shouldering one in, and the... I, th- I thought Diops was a shoulder as well. Yeah, yeah. maybe that's what they've been working on, it, using different parts of the anatomy to school. I don't. I know. It's, I know it's probably a little bit. Maybe. Maybe. I know it's a little bit kind of basic to be to get stuck into Steve McManaman so early on. <laughs> that is basic, show. but it's all right. In my defence, it is late in the week. Yeah. So yeah. maybe people do accept it. Like both the headers, I think were off the shoulder. Yeah. I think. Right. And bear in mind, I'm watching this at home on the telly and Steve McManaman's got access to everything I've got access to and more <laughs> and he it was like he wasn't even looking it was like someone had just said to him Craig Dawson header and he's just gone brilliant header fantastic header look at that great header it's like are you actually fucking watching bring it? things <laughs> people want you to bring things to this don't they yeah, yeah. and then the second one was it's a Diop shoulder head whatever picking yeah. off from the crossbar though off that free kick it, it was one of the most vintage crossbar moments because hit the crossbar, came down the line and bounced up just behind the crossbar. Yes, which is like a really aesthetically pleasing thing, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah. Because you don't really see the top of the net ripple as much, do you? No. It's nice to have like a little bit of quite a soft ripple. People don't roof it enough when they finish either. Normally. No, mm. no. I think it could happen more. I, I thought West, I mean, I never thought I'd hear myself saying this really mm. based on what happened 18 months ago or so, whatever it was. It just looked like, I looked at West Ham against Gink last night and looked at the, the stadium. I thought, it just looks amazing. Yeah. It just looks brilliant. I had that thought, um, well, I've, I've had it for a couple of months now just watching West Ham, but for generations of West Ham's fans, this will be the best it ever has been. Yeah. Because, you know, let alone finishing sixth last year, the seventh at the moment, 100% record in Europe. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, I think I saw a stat yesterday that since David Moyes has taken over in this second spell, he's given nine debuts to Academy products. Yeah, so right. Not only is he working from the Ticking top, all the boxes. but ev- evidently people are coming through as well. And it's a much happier place, all told, not just the West Ham squad, but the London Stadium as well. And obviously there's still, you know, various issues with the board that um, I suppose has actually, because of the results on the field, has lost a bit of steam. Yeah, of course. But... Yeah, it just seems together. And all, all, I'm sure they'll get a lot of credit. Place. I'm sure they get all the credit for it. Of course. <laughs> um, yeah, you're right because Jack uh, Dean, who does Jack's Happy Hour here, at a fellow Stack show, um, he was saying last night that he think he's a big West Ham fan. Right. He was saying that it's the best West Ham team he can remember seeing. So yeah, fascinating, really. So and, exciting to see Joe Bowen scoring his first goal in Europe as well. He's absolutely buzzing afterwards. I bet he's well, he used to play for Hereford, didn't he? <laughs> So yeah, I think, he was, I think he was a non-league player for a while. So I think he, he referenced that in his um, post-match, didn't he? It's yeah. an it, yeah, an incredible story, really. Even when he made the move from from Hull, there was a sense of God, have they just overpaid here? Because at the time, West Ham were not battling relegation, but certainly something they were worried about. And they brought him in, and he's he's been flying really. Although he's had a really quiet start to this season. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that was his second goal 
in, in all competitions. Was and... playing, playing through the middle last night. Um, obviously, West Ham made a few changes because they got a big game this weekend. But Bowen, when he played, when they signed him from Hull, he was a kind of out wide, cut inside quite a lot on the right. Yeah, yeah, yeah and he could and yeah. he could do that. And he almost looked like we talked about it at the time. I think he almost looked like, with due respect to Arian Robin, it was a very Arian Robin style of play. Yeah, but he seems to what from what I've seen, been able to adapt quite a lot and do a lot of different things now at Premier League level, and not just at Premier League level, but European level and top half of the Premier League as well. So. His ceiling is obviously very high. He's a very exciting player. Yeah, I think it's also credit to um, to Moyes that Yarmolenko and Bowen played yes, like started together yesterday because Bowen coming in really you know knocked Yarmolenko back in the pecking order. And obviously we've seen Felipe Anderson leaving that time as well. And Yarmolenko, I think a lot of people assumed because he was quite a flashy player that he'd be quite lazy or certainly respond badly. To get injured to the, he seems to get injured a lot though. Yeah, as well. but he's but the fact that Moyes has kept him involved and, and like played two players who ultimately were playing for the same position in the same team is, um, yeah, credit to him. It feels weird, like, praising Moyes' tactical analysis, oh, but I think it's deserved. Yeah. But he always used to be good. Yeah, like, oh, He used yeah. to be good. Like, <laughs> yeah, for Preston, he's had it in for him. Everton. Yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that's a nice moment to move on as we praise Moyes' tactical analysis. Yeah, good performance from West Ham unbeaten in Europe so far. Meanwhile, in the Conference League... Roma lost 6-1 to Norwegian side Burda slash Glimt. Don't think you have to do the slash. You right. Glimt. Yeah. <laughs> I was focusing on pronouncing the Erdegaard right. Yeah. So this, Did this I is, do that? Anyway, no, who knows? This is why... Norwegians, right in. This is why it's great to tamper with the running order because you just read it straight, <laughs> don't you? Yeah. I managed to evade Maison. I hope you noticed. <laughs> uh, yeah, first time Jason Mourinho has conceded six or more goals in his career of 1,008 Matches. Oh, yeah. it really makes Steve Bruce look like a recent man. But these Wait. stats keep coming up, don't they? Like it happened. It started. You're Man- you live long enough. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean that, that is in it. But, yeah. but that's a but that's a re- very real thing about his yeah. management that he's gone on for so long, and you start realizing that right, this is this is going one way. Yeah, it happened at Manchester United where there were you know a few results that ticked certain boxes, or he was going through runs where he wasn't winning home games. Or the losses yeah. at home at Spurs, and suddenly, yeah, it's. Um, but what, some of those, some of those, some of those records are an example of an, a phenomenal manager. Oh yeah, a, ge- yeah. a genius manager, really being still relatively early on in his career. It's not sustainable to never lose a home league. Yeah, it's career. set against a very high standard. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, or yeah. at least it was. Yeah. 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 But, yeah. What, no, course, but what I would yeah. say is doing a bloody good job of uh, tearing it up, because <laughs> uh, I mean, last night I watched a lion's share of this game last night. That is commitment, isn't it? Can well, we all just express our appreciation for Luke Moore I just there? thought it'd be an interesting game to watch. And um, so, are we going to applaud or not? Oh, sorry. You said, can we applaud? No one applauded. Outrageous. Got, got temper expectations here. Um, the, the You said that like a man who's at a wedding be like, oh, I do love my wife. <laughs> oh, do you? The he had no sh- idea. The world shit is best man speech. Get towards the end. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, anyway, the 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 thing I find interesting, and we obviously get obviously people people criticise the media a lot in football for saying that they read. Who's having a go? Much. <laughs> into sing, how long have you got into single results? Now that one game doesn't make, doesn't you know one swallow doesn't make a summer or whatever. But this game, it was fascinating to me because the way it transpired, it was two one at half time. Bodo Glimt went two nil up, and then Roma. Um, pulled one back and it was like okay this is quite an interesting game at half time it's quite poised mm. it's going to be a challenge because it's away from home and it's a different type of side and all the rest of it because they play some nice stuff and then they just fell apart and I was saying to you guys earlier the reason that's interesting to me is because if you criticised the Mourinho side in the past it would be like they would go to someone like this and they'd probably get a nil-nil 
or yes. it would be a really, really boring, stodgy performance. And but it would not make do the job. Yeah, and they would exactly. get criticised for that. Defensively, against this side last night, it was honestly, it was probably the worst defensive performance I've seen from any team this season. It was embarrassing. There were, there were, the, Bode Glimp were walking goals in almost, <laughs> which, which is frightening. I know Roma made changes. I don't know an awful lot about Italian football. I know Roma made changes. I know Mourinho threw every single human being associated with the club under the bus at the end of the game. He did. But, hang on. Shall I give you the quote? Yeah. I never disguised the fact that we were a squad with real limitations. We have 13 players. Yeah, Which I'll, is actually, let's be honest, two more than you need, Joe I was, was going to say, <laughs> I mean, that's actually quite generous thinking about it because I didn't think they were anywhere near 13 based on last night. You're playing a side, okay, admittedly top of the Norwegian league, um, perhaps linked with the Manchester United job. Uh, by you? But um, I was just giving it to Vish. Yeah. Just because he's Norwegian. Just, uh, you just thought Kettle, of it earlier. Yeah. Kettle Kutzen. Come on. He's above you know Marza. What you know What's what the big deal? About, you know what you've said about the media before? He hasn't failed at Cardiff. No, <laughs> can't argue with that, really, can you? Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, he says he's the normal Kutzen. This is says he's the normal one is already taken. So I'm going to have to be the pretty one. It's quite a lot in this week. I feel like of footballers and football managers sort of going on the aesthetic. We said it yesterday. Football yeah. is in a really horny space right now. <laughs> it is. But can we put that quote, that boring stuff, to bed now? I mean, Marina said that. In, was it 2005? Yeah, it's true. We need to move on. 16 years ago, people still referencing it. You know, when 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 he's why are journalists still asking people You're like what about he's, it? That's Luke, true, Luke Moore, Luke was gagging for the retrospective twenty years since he said it. No, yeah. I, I think I think we'll it's just four years to go. Yeah. I think people like you, professional writers in the industry, can do better to come up with some angles than that bullshit. I don't think I've ever used the one moniker. I'm, Good, I'm okay. putting it out there. Yeah. Okay. I, fine. I, I can't abide by that. People listening to this will go fine tooth kind yeah. everything find you've it, ever done. Find it. Drop this, I drop the C word like a mother on, on Twitter. <laughs> find plenty of those. Yeah, that's it. No, not it. use that. Yeah. Also in cancel me. The, the, all right. Been, <laughs> what do you think I've been trying to do? Yeah. Uh, also in the illustrious Conference League, Vitesse Arnhem uh, beats Spurs one nil. Maximilian Vitek's seventy eighth minute goal, the winner in this. One, I we are skipping through it unless you want to lay into Tottenham. I don't mind. They weren't very good. They weren't very good. They yeah. fundamentally played a completely different side to the one that I expect to see at the London Stadium at the weekend. They've got they're uh, not they're not six too... games in eighteen days, one every three yeah. days. Yeah. I'm not that fussed about them taking a side like that to play a game like that. With respect to this historic and good little side, Vitessa. Yeah, I mean, Spurs aren't too far away from subcontracting another team to play their Conference League games, are they? I'm easy on it. Yeah. Well, you know... We what, should put ourselves forward. We talked, no, no, 100, yeah, 100%. We talked yeah. yesterday about a slightly different thing, obviously, but, you know, playing Lukaku and getting him injured in, in, a, yeah. in a European game when, you don't, you know, no one really wants to see... I didn't feel a, a joyous expression when uh, Harry Kane came on. I mean, I enjoyed seeing him score three goals against Dennis Murrah, but it doesn't really... One 0 win, one 0 loss I mean, in this. I don't really mind. We have to, we have to, um, we have to also be a little bit realistic though, and say that you know Davis and Sanchez played, and he cost forty two million. Mm. And That's Stephen Bergwijn also, but he was actually quite good. Bergwijn played, didn't he? Cost twenty seven million or something like that. That's true. They, they should have put together a better performance with players like that. Expensive 
group of players. I haven't even mentioned Brian Hill, who played, who I think gave away a penalty, by the way. Very lucky. Yeah, that was that. odd, wasn't it? Yeah, very lucky. But to get he also, did also strike the bar and. Oh, oh that yeah. cancels it out, yeah. yeah, yeah. Point, yeah. But yeah. people do do good things and bad things all the time. It doesn't mean the bad things don't count. Listen up, yeah. listeners. <laughs> so it was, a, it, was a, it was a poor performance. I mean, it's, it's a. It's a look, I don't want to take anything away from Vitesse, who looked actually quite interesting. They were quite good going forward. The goal was an interesting one as well because it took a deflection, but the deflection didn't seem to do anything. Yeah. Which is weird. Do you think so? Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's a poor result. And, and, you know, they've got a big game this weekend against a team who are absolutely pumping at the moment. Um, so it'll be fascinating to see how it transpires. Mikel Antonio, for example, wasn't even bothered uh, for, for, for Genk. Didn't even bother ringing him up, did they? Yeah. So no, let, him, let him have a lie in. It's fine. Pretty sensible idea, yeah. Yeah. as it turns out. Yeah, that one is Sunday, two o'clock. He was rested, as Luke says. Um, if you remember last time they faced Tottenham, I scored within five minutes of their last meeting. No mucking about. No mucking about. Straight into Dressed, as, dressed as a snowman. Um, oh, car. yeah. yeah. Best, best Speaking thing. of things, the meat, the meat, if Luke is the media, always bring up. It's getting around to your most favourite time of the year, isn't it's it, just, Luke? It's just a brilliant thing. That is it New Year or is it Christmas Eve when he crashed that car? It was on the way to this the West Ham Christmas party. Mm. I think it might have been Christmas Day. Is that it's other people celebrate Christmas Day, Luke? No, it was crashing into a It was Christmas there. Day because I think the, com- the 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 family in the house all came out because they were in the middle of opening their presents or something. Because he was did report- they welcome him in? Because what they do with Premier League players is because they have to play on Boxing Day, they welcome him in on Premier um, on Christmas Day and have a bit of fun. I think. Yeah. And he was dressed as a snowman because he didn't want to get changed when he got there. Mad. Uh, yeah, mad. It's amazing. The photos were brilliant. Imagine like, dressed as Father Christmas as well, thinking, well, for starters, he's late and he usually comes right there, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. He was dressed as a snowman, not Father Christmas. Oh, was it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's terrifying. Even more then. weird. Yeah. I'm really sorry to move us on from this, but yeah. we did want to dig in a bit into looking ahead to the weekend. We did want to dig in a bit to Leeds against Wolves. That's a Saturday three o'clock kickoff. And one of the reasons, I mean, actually... We could give a bit of credit to Bruno Lage uh, coming because a lot of people saying some quite negative stuff about Wolves, but they seem to be getting together as a side. But we did want to talk a bit about Leeds because obviously they're quite low um, in the table at the moment. People have called the defeat to Southampton last Saturday one of their worst displays ever. Now, I don't know what you guys have made. <laughs> it was one now. I mean, it's not a given. Tell Jose Mourinho. Given Leeds' history, yeah. Yeah. where they've been, I don't think it was the worst performance ever. I know. It's, a, it's, a, it's almost like this extreme approach to actually quite run-of-the-mill defeats. But the reason people are talking about it is because um, they have have not been delivering in, in anywhere near like the way they did last season. Everyone was so excited watching Leeds play previously. And and one of the reasons, I don't know what you guys uh, think about why this is happening, but one of the reasons clearly seems to be this focus on on his very small squad. And he's he's had a hell of a lot of, of injuries. And it doesn't look like, for example, Patrick Bamford is going to get back in time for this one. And he, of course, is you know, has been a focus and scored, what was it, 17 goals last season. Mm-hmm. Um, so it looks as though the injuries might be something that is playing a big part in this. Yeah, absolutely. If you think about how Leeds play, and obviously we've talked on the show a lot and it's been written about a lot, but with that man-to-man system, you know, you rely on everyone doing their job and that's why they, on their day they can be so devastating. And when you're with a squad like Leeds, the drop-off between a first-team player and a substitute is quite vast. So you end up in a situation where what was once a cohesive unit is relying a little bit more on an alternate coming in and hitting the ground running and doing exactly what the guy in front of him did. Now, Isn't that the whole principle of, of what Bielsa's doing, though? Is that people yeah, yeah. play into this? Yeah, no, absolutely. But, but you're, you, you're still, get, you're still getting a drop-off in quality Got there, it. or even, potentially even in fitness as well, But given that they would lack 
lack a degree of match sharpness. Then obviously you take out six players, and you're you know you're losing a lot more in the broader in the broader eleven. And then you you know for example you watch that game against Southampton and they're making like comical errors and they just seem totally out of sync with one another. Perhaps because they haven't been playing as regularly as as you know the the prime eleven. And I suppose you're in a situation now which isn't too surprising really. Mm. And I think. There's, you know, Bielsa's press conference yesterday was really interesting because he was quite introspective. He was very um, downbeat, but also downbeat to a degree where he wants to rectify it. And I think the thing that I thought reading, you know, reading his quotes was that in previous situations, in previous jobs that Bielsa's had, he's had very tough periods. And often he's seen himself as a problem in that he realises that he doesn't have the solution, so therefore he is part of the problem. Mm. I don't think he's there yet with Leeds by any stretch of the imagination. And I think the fact that he's so comfortable in the Leeds area, you know, living in Harrogate, wherever it is, and feels so so woven into the fabric of the club that he feels a bit more at home and certainly feels a lot of love that won't be tempered by this run. But I wonder if it goes on for any longer, if he suddenly has a thought of, Shit, maybe I am the issue here. Wow. Okay. Is that okay? I guess. I mean, it's, it's, it was just a thought I had, not the, not through not through anything like I've heard. I just wonder that, you know, if they don't get out of it, he will. And, and it's not to say that Leeds Leeds can have a bad season hmm. and not be relegated. You know, yeah. is, they, they, that's the standard they set last year, and with, with those players coming back, that'll be fine. I just think I wonder if he might start having those thoughts. Loath as I am to men- mention XG in the company of you guys um last season lots of the time that actually was two or above yeah, yeah. i read that they're not creating anywhere near the amount same amount of high exactly. quality chances this, this season yeah I, but that's also linked into the stuff Vish is saying like ultimately you can you can look at it in quite simple terms as well and say well calvin phillips patrick bamford and rafinha yeah so we haven't yeah. even mentioned calvin arguably they're three best, best players, players. And they're and they're losing. They've lost them for large periods. I don't think Rafinha's played at all in the Premier League this season yet, has he? And he's due to be back after was, international. They duty. flew him back for the Southampton game, and he got there, and they it said, was "Oh too no, you tired can't play." Yeah. Or something. Yeah. So, 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 I think that there's all these things are playing into it. But I think one of the things that is absolutely key, I agree with Vish, is that he wants to work with a very small group of players, and he's always kind of done that in his managerial career, as far as I know. And then you have that drop off, and the great example of that would be the Southampton game, where I think the players they had on the bench, however many there were of them, seven oh, or whatever. Yeah. I think they'd had one minute between them mm. in, Premier, in the Premier League in history. So it, you look at, I'm not a Leeds expert, of course, but you look at the bench, you go, I don't recognise any of those players. Then that becomes a problem because the drop-off is so so vast and so severe. I, I personally expect them to pick up. I think it'll, they'll get players back, they'll get back into, into, into shape, into fitness, and they'll start picking up results, chiefly because the, there are teams far worse than them in the Premier League. Um, if... The, the only kind of spectre at the feast there, I guess, if, is if Bielsa does something impulsive, which I don't think he's 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 immune from. And do you think this is a game for them to get back up to it? Because, of course, Wolves seem like they're getting a bit of momentum Yeah, they're playing themselves. Wolves at a weird time because yeah. Wolves have won their last three. I haven't actually seen that much of Wolves this season. Yeah, me neither. Um, I saw I saw one of their games fairly recently um, and I, think, I thought they were very unlucky. It was a game against uh, Brentford, maybe? No, it wasn't Brentford. I can't remember. Anyway... They, they've they've picked up um, brilliantly in the last few weeks. And it's actually quite a difficult time for Leeds to be playing them, which will be a source of frustration as well. I think. Yeah, they started Wolves started well Stop. on the field, but didn't get any of the results. They were quite they were very unlucky against Spurs. They were very that was unlucky it, the against, Spurs uh, game. They were yeah, very yeah, unlucky yeah, against yeah. Manchester United okay. as well. Yeah. 
And then they just like knocked through three three wins in a row, including the way they won against Villa as well, which yeah. is going to put them on incredible high. They lost one 0 at home to Man United, and they were actually possibly the better team. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. what I mean. Okay, it wasn't it wasn't Brentford. Brentford were excellent. I've, I've got that completely confused. And I think the the, uh, the other thing that helps is the. Leeds would have seen that Southampton game as Southampton would have seen it against Leeds as being right. This is the game where we can kind of turn things around a bit, and it yeah. Just yeah Southampton are a poor side. They're yeah, a poor side. Exactly. They're a worse side than Leeds in my opinion. All right, if we're getting onto Southampton, it must be time to go to a break. <laughs> uh, before we do, a quick reminder. In fact, perhaps this is the opportune moment to download it if you haven't already. Yeah. Uh, yesterday's on the continent with Dot and Andy and Lars Siversen was a cracker. Get it on Football Ramble Presents. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, I'm Hazel Hayes. And I'm Sheehan Todd. And welcome to our brand new podcast, We're Not Fucking Historians. It sounds like I'm saying we're not fucking historians. Yeah, we're saying we're not experts. We're not historians ourselves. Not that we're not having sex with historians. No historians getting fucked on this pod. Zero historians getting fucked on this podcast. We are, in fact, your alternative guide to Irish history. Every week we prize open the history books and find a new tale from the Emerald Isle's colourful past. We're exploring Ireland's traditions, its rich heritage and its long, proud history of being invaded by literally anyone with a boat. The Vikings were showing up at the monastery going, where's that booty? The earliest booty it's call. <laughs> it's the booty call you didn't want. <laughs> 50 Scandinavian Vikings showed up. Or our biggest celeb, St. Paddy. He says he prayed up to 100 times a day and sometimes during the night. <laughs> That's what a five-year-old would say. I prayed 100 times, I swear. Patrick also said he was fastest in his slippers. <laughs> He's a fucking belly bullshitter. If, like us, you're the kind of person who's interested in history but not so interested that you'd go read a book about it or listen to actual experts, then this is the show for you. This is history done differently with a couple of facts and plenty of crack. 
So join us on our journey through Ireland's past. Search We're Not Historians on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, we're not fucking fucking historians. historians. (laughs) Sorry, I was far too fast there. We're Not Fucking Historians is a stack production and part of the ACAST Creator Network. Played and Winks <laughs> can get it away, Lanzini. Oh no! <laughs> that is the no, worst. No, 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 no! Fuck what sake. a goal! What a goal! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Betway. They just sound so hapless, don't they? Yeah. That's what people think <laughs> if you, of. If you dance with the devil while doing a fan channel, sometimes the music stops. That's had, what I'll say. I had that um, exact thought when I was covering that game live and Lanzini panged that in in the 95th minute. Oh, you had to redo your match report. Yeah, 3 nil at 83 minutes. It's not fair, is it? It could be worse. You could have a proper job, though. That would be really hard. That's true. Well, it was, it was late at night. <laughs> <laughs> was that all you've got? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you tried getting back from Tottenham to North West London? Yeah, that's that's you, you've got my sympathy there. <laughs> yeah, <it's> Tot- oh! <laughs> My apologies. <laughs> and that's why she doesn't have a proper job. Yeah. <laughs> quite trigger happy there. Now it's time to get to your emails. Peter's jingle had a good run. We loved it once, but that love's gone. You can get in touch, just email show at footballramble.com. Fish, you gave me the finger. I did and give now you the finger. And you've got an email. And I've got an email from Lewis. After The Undertaker introduced Pitbull to the stage in Saudi Arabia, oh, fuck me, um, <laughs> just what wondering who will be introducing the team out against Chelsea for the next home game. I'm thinking The Rock would take the Saudi money and do the best job. I don't think The Rock needs the money. No. And so, I'd, uh, yeah, I don't think, I think Chris Jericho needs the money. Right. And Chris Jericho would be a good announcer I for think, the team. I do think that if, if, for all their faults, of which there are many, if the Saudi Arabians who are currently owning uh, Newcastle United now need to win hearts and minds, uh-huh. if they were to enlist The Rock to bring out the team every game, I think that would do a lot of work towards it. Yeah, People love The Rock. Yeah. Is it The like, Rock who inexplicably has the most followers of anybody on anything? He is just the world's most popular man. Yeah. Everyone loves him. Yeah. Don't they? They love him. No, they do. Yeah, yeah. But I, I still think you're kind of... I think it's Chris Jericho. You know, we, we talked before about, you know, Newcastle United aren't going to necessarily go for like the top tier signings. They're going to build towards that. Yes. And I think you build towards that with Chris Jericho. Well, the rock up front. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Chris Jericho. Announcing the squad, yeah. Wanda Cardi. Yeah, Wanda Cardi. Yeah, yeah, we did this yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I think that's on the Patreon. Well, I, th- I think Mauro, so I think as you guys were talking about yesterday, Mauro to Newcastle wouldn't be the worst shout in the world. He obviously hates where he is at the moment. <laughs> so, I mean... Would you like to make? And I think he hates who he's with as well. Yeah, at the moment. yeah. Would you like to have an In opportunity to make it generally quite considerably worse, Mauro? I mean, they're... head to Newcastle United. Uh, well, it maybe... might be. I mean, he'd be playing for a worse team, wouldn't he? It'd be harder for him. Anyway, Jack in London's been in touch. Uh, he says there's been sporadic coverage of other musically involved players and ex-pros ah. in previous episodes, so I thought it worth bringing to your attention that former Spain international and Middlesbrough midfielder Gaisca Mendieta is playing a DJ set in Dalston. Uh, in East London, of course. I think we mentioned he was performing in Victoria a couple of weeks ago uh, as well. Making yeah. uh, makes more surprising was the vibe. According to the promoter, the night will be tracks will feature tracks from the likes of Talking Heads, Dry Cleaning, Gang of Four, uh, Joy Division, Future Islands, Wire, Blondie, The Cure, Sacred Paws, and David Bowie. And um, the producers have kindly put a note in here for anyone listening. Uh, it's tonight, and it's only eleven pounds. So if you want to get yourself down there, and not um, sold out. 
I don't Not, know. Can't believe it. Yeah, yeah. that's absurd. Yeah, it's one of the one of the producers. Was I mean, thinking of going. None of those bands or artists really appeals to me. David Bowie. Is, apart from him. David yeah. Bowie. Apart from him. Culture vacuum. Absolutely. No, not a culture vacuum. Just how it's just people complaining about breakups. <laughs> That's, That's all it is. Oh, yeah. yeah. You Adele's never actually it. a big listener to this show, so that, I think you should watch your That's mouth. all music is. That's all music is. No, a lot of hip-hop hip is why people like this have been broken up with. I, I, like, I like the fact that, that ex-footballers now have made enough money where they can just do what they want. Yeah. They haven't got to go yeah. and open a pub. Well, on that note, do you think pro, you know? 11 quid's actually a bit steep? Yeah, some of, some of it might be going to charity. We don't know that. It could be. Be. Right, that sounds like a fiction. Right in if you go. Show yeah, at do that. footballramble.com or tweet us at footballramble. Now, we're looking ahead to the weekend, of course, and the big one uh, with respect to West Ham and Spurs is Manchester United against Liverpool. That is Sunday at 4.30, that one. Um, Rio Ferdinand said Manchester United had to grab onto the emotion of their dramatic comeback on Wednesday night. But will it be enough, guys? I feel like... A lot of people will be tuning in to watch the greatest player in the world right now. Mm. And he doesn't play for Manchester yeah. United. He's Mo Salah. I think, look, I know you guys got stuck into Man United and, and all that kind of stuff yesterday. But from my point of view, um, Liverpool are absolutely frightening at the moment. Yeah. And if I was a Man United fan, I would be absolutely terrified going into this game because of what it represents, because Man United are at home and traditionally under Solskjaer, they've been better away from home because it's a big rivalry game, because of the pressure on the manager, because of all these all these fair criticisms of Man United that they're just a um, you know an assembled group of players with so, such obvious flaws, whether they win, lose or draw, it's um it's a frightening prospect. I, I Liverpool are a machine. They're a team of brilliant individuals that know how to work perfectly as a team. And if you've seen even five minutes of Liverpool this season, you you should be very, very worried about the prospect of them going to Old Trafford because they it could be really, really bad. Now, I know Jim said yesterday that the games don't always kind of manifest themselves like this, and, and you also mentioned Fish fairly, I think, that Solskjaer's record against the other big teams is actually pretty good compared to his other record uh, against teams that he's supposed to beat. I just don't see United as a credible proposition at the moment, and the way Liverpool are are currently playing and their style of play. It's like that old boxing um, saying, you no know, styles make fights, right? Mm. Well, Liverpool are tailor-made for Man United. Uh, this is, if this is a boxing match, this is a second, third round knockout and it's, it's not even close. We'll see what happens, but it's a must-watch for that reason because you could be witnessing something truly horrific. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, uh, there is a sense of Man United 1, Man City 6 about this. Certainly there's that. also a factor. There's also the factor. The Ronaldo factor is absolutely fascinating because you have to have rocks in your head. You have to be out of your mind to play a player. If he wasn't called Cristiano Ronaldo and he was posting the numbers he's posting now and putting the performances he's put, putting in now, I know he scored the winner midweek. You play him against Liverpool and expect him to lead the line. You're mad, absolutely mad. But the politics says that obviously he'll start the game. Well, the, the thing I was the thing I was thinking, um, like I, I've, I would agree with everything you've just said. Um, the only thing that I think would I would factor into this is because Liverpool have been so headline good mm. that I think that Solskjaer has no choice but to batten down the hatches a bit in midfield. And I think if you you know when you watch Liverpool this season, 
you see them at their kind of pre-pandemic peak, I'd call it, where everything is just, everyone is just so in sync. We talk about the issues that um, Leeds have. Well, the benefit of, of Liverpool is that they can, you know, bring in alternates and you don't lose extra players. Even the return of Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain to an extent has kept up that, you know, keeps up that that energy and um, quality on the ball. Yeah, so I mean, I, I definitely, I, I imagine Pogba's coming back for this. I think a lot was made of Pogba missing that game after his comments on the weekend, but I, I think he was always going to miss this game because of the Liverpool game. But he's not he's not equipped unless he's unless his head's in the game. Pogba. No, and, and, but I think these these are the games he is equipped for. Like he he loves playing these games. I think he will station him out on the left, and nominally he will he will station him out nominally on the left. And he will come in field. I think he has to start Cavani up front for the very reason. What happened? What happened? Have to defend from the front, but I, th- I think he has to. But I, I, whether I, he does it or not, it's fine. I mean, I think he should organise midfield. Doesn't do that either. <laughs> Fish is giving Ole Gunnar Solskjaer tactical guidance. Here, I, I mean, like, no, he's not trying to predict it'd be, the future. It would be, re- be remiss of me to to say that I know any better. Much in the same way that you said, you know, I, I, I get that management's obviously very hard, and I'm sat in a very easy position over here. I just think. Cavani has to start for the reasons that Athletic Madrid showed up on, you know, on Tuesday or whatever it was, where they gave them a bit of hassle and they got a bit of joy. Look, I, I think I with think, less of the ball. Of, of, <laughs> course, of course, football is, doesn't work like this. But you look back to um, May, where Liverpool beat Man United fairly handily at Old Trafford. Yeah, Liverpool behind pl- closed doors, of course, just to mention. Yeah, but Liverpool had players out. They, they, it wasn't even really anywhere near their first. Well, well even even Solskjaer's um, good record against, say, like the the top six, let's call yeah. it that. Um, that was starting to turn last season, right? Okay, he had a, a very poor run at the start against you know those teams who would associate in those positions. I was just yeah. going to say Liverpool are better now than they were then. Yeah, and, much better. And yeah. May United are probably worse now at this at this moment. Yeah, they were there. The, uh, look, we can't do yesterday's show again, and, and why would we? The first half against yeah, Atalanta. Not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the first half against Atalanta, may not be abject. It was a, it was abysmal. It was genuinely very, very poor. And I, I don't, I, and you know, it's a philosophical argument about whether the ends justifies the means. The result is the result. A win's a win's a win. The old Brian Clough thing, fine, but they were terrible. And and they and I agree with Paul Scholes wholeheartedly. A better team will punish them, mm-hmm. absolutely punish them. And. I find the whole coverage of Solskjaer's reign odd because his ex-teammates seem to not know whether they can back him or not. Skulls obviously doesn't give a shit. Rio Ferdinand's Ferdinand's right behind him. Gary Neville's right behind him. Uh, He's got some kind of charisma, Solskjaer. He seems to have a more... It's almost a bit like Donald Trump. People have got friends, Luke. I don't think we have to... um, Not really. That's just a a saying, isn't it? Not really. We have to break it down. Is Um, he too old for friends? Boys, he's no. Made, he's made you mate. Well, I mean, we could but, talk about men's mental health another, on another <laughs> podcast, but it's all right to have friends when you're older and you don't always have to just get drunk with them. You can just sit and talk about your feelings and that is a serious public announcement. Fish, you wanted to say something. Yeah. You know, it feeds into the fact that, you know, the players are still playing for him. I mean, I think there's, you know, a lot of them question his, his methods and certainly question what's going on in the training ground, but they come out there. I don't know if they, I agree with that. Well, I mean, it's a big deal to play for Man United. It means something. Yeah, I mean, and that's was... actually a point he he made himself, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, well, he said that in his post match. Yeah, don't insult the players in terms of like it's not they're about how much they want it. They're playing for the club. They get yeah, it. I believe yeah. that. But I mean, it didn't work. It didn't have quite the same effect on Van Hal. Didn't have the same effect on the Mourinho. There's something about him, and I think maybe it is because he's easier with them and. No, cuts him a bit, cuts him too much. Hundred percent. And I don't think you can portray it as a good thing. No, no, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not a good thing. But. A lot of what, a lot of the good that he has done has come from that same tap. 
Yeah. It's the same thing of like. Parts of minds is important, as you're saying. Yeah, it is. It is. Having a detailed analysis of how to make a team that are Manchester bloody United. Manchester United. Old Trafford. I think Liverpool could. The colour red. Liverpool could have. Um, Both sides have that. Most sides wax work up front. <laughs> Not on Sunday. Liverpool could have most sides wax work up front, and they still win. Yeah, I do think Ronaldo will have recovered from Antonio Cassano's dig. George Mendes said he's the best player in history. Cassano said yes, the best in history after Napoleon Bonaparte. Enough, George Mendes. He's not even in the top five. Just confusing, isn't it? Just confusing. We'll see if uh, this will be a celebratory throwback to the te- the game ten years ago. This weekend, when City beat United six one with Mario Balotelli's God, why, why always me t shirt? Can you believe it? When you're watching that kind of game, ago. when you're watching that kind of game as a neutral with, with uh, respect to Vish, obviously won't be. It's um, it's so exciting seeing things like that unfold in front of your eyes because you can't take your eyes. It's the best drama. If, if Liverpool go, if Liverpool <laughs> Shit, go three why, up. Why, like, why fif- didn't I bring the t shirt? <laughs> in fifteen, in fifteen, Can I get minutes, the hat? inside fifteen minutes, and Liverpool go three and up. It's just, it's just, or even Man United do it. It's just amazing. Well, this is the thing, though. Yeah, if it plays out like the Atalanta game, and they take a lead, and United go at them, they just open up so much space for Liverpool. Yeah. yeah, and they don't have to take off their main centre back. Let's assume. All right. Lee. Anyway, it's now yeah. time for Betway's four to score. Each week, uh, entry is absolutely free. All you need to do is pick the first goal scorer in Betway's four selected matches for your chance to win the weekly £50,000 jackpot. Make sure your selections are submitted before the first game and further T's and C's apply. OK, game number one is Brighton v Man City, Saturday tea time. And Kate, you are up. Third go to fourth. I feel we should make this very clear. Yeah. Uh, Gundogan appeared as a sub against Brugge in the 5-1 goal fest. Didn't get one, so I think he'll start and he'll score first at the Amex. Big shout. I don't know if he will start, but fair enough. I'll back mm. you. I'll back you. Brentford v Leicester City is game number two. Our friend Pete Donaldson has this to say. Brentford, Leicester, I think Leicester are very much shipping the goals, are very much interested in shipping the goals at the moment, and they've had to do a hell of a lot of travelling as well. Uh, opening goal, uh, going to go for uh, Brian and Buemo for Brentford. Very nice. And he's actually listed as a midfielder on fantasy football, for those of you who need a little uh, little, little uh, tip. He's also hit the post more than any player this season. Don't Good. Get any, don't get any points for that. Game number three, West Ham v Spurs, the aforementioned Sunday, 2pm. Uh, Vish, you laboured a lot over this. You've made your decision now, I think. I did, yeah. I thought about Mikel Antonio, because why not? He was rested, obviously going to play a big part in this game, but I decided to go for Jared Bowen. Good pick. Very good pick. Okay, and game number four, Man United v Liverpool, the big one, Sunday, 4.30. It's my game. Um, I've gone for Mo Salah. So in summary, Ilkay Gundogan, Brian Mbuemo, Jared Bowen and Mo Salah are our four selections for Betway's four to score. If you want to play along, you must be over the age of 18 and do gamble responsibly. Make sure your selections are submitted before the first game and head to betway.com forward slash four to score. For more information on responsible gambling, go to begambleaware.org. Okay. Now, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for a twist. Let me tell you. Vish has got an absolute bead on. And the only reason <laughs> can be because it's time for this. It's the algorithm. What do you want me to do? This is why I'm fucked. And, yeah, and I wouldn't want you to say that. I wouldn't want you to start at this point, Vish, thinking you're fucked because you may notice that someone else seems to be taking the reins here. And Luke Moore has gone suspiciously quiet. And that is because yeah. after a big week... It's it's a takeover. Well, people have been crying out for me to actually play. 
So I well, Luke's I'd, I'd been chatting it. a lot about how he beat a listener on some on Patreon. Patreon thing. He's been spoiling to get up against Pete, but unfortunately for him, today it was Vish, not yeah, Pete. Backfired. So, <laughs> backfired. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that's exactly what he was expected. So yes, today for one or possibly two weeks only. We'll see how it goes. It's gonna. <laughs> He's such Vince McMahon energy. <laughs> yeah. Saw the title shot and thought, actually, I couldn't take it off Brassel. I might be able to take it off him. <laughs> it's gonna be Mason's game. Yeah. And uh, just for a little, I suppose, a little tactical piece of advice here today, there is only a single French club in the whole okay. of the options. So um, if you find yourself thinking about Montpellier or whoever, it won't be them. Do the line. Uh, oh, do you not want to do it? Fire in the belly, head what, in the freezer. Yeah, what do you need? Fire um, in the belly. And head in the freezer. How do you feel yeah. watching what you've created being Morph. chipped away <laughs> over there. <laughs> yeah. it's all, everything gets taken away from me at some point. Don't worry about it. It's already dust. Who's playing it? first then? Who's up first? It's already ashes, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Do I get, because I must be unseated, so I surely have to get to play first. This is so good. He's backseat driving this, isn't he? <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm going to do about this. We've got, um, I've got, I've managed to summon up a button presser as well, so I'm not even having to press my own, I'm not having to push my own buttons here. So maybe... Uh, will you, I let him go create, first? Luke, you created this. Look what she's doing. I don't mind. It. I don't mind. I'm, I don't mind. He's smiling. Yeah, I'll go first. But Bye. he's crying inside. Yeah. All right, then. Going first with your first bid for this one, Luke Moore. Can I have your bid on five clubs for Johnny Evans? Oh, very nice. Just the five. Um, I should perhaps point out that unlike Luke Moore, I made sure to ensure that everybody had a pen and paper for th- this game. I'm going to bid four. Okay. Four. Whoa. <laughs> I was settling in. Four. Four clubs. Have someone out, Vish. Look at his face. I think the idea four. You want me to do the four? Yeah. Okay. Do it. All right. Manchester United. West Brom. Leicester. And this is the tricky one. It is. Sunderland. There we go. Bloody hell. He also started his career at Grenisland FC over in Belfast. Okay. So, but that's not a there not a go. pro club. The only one you missed was Royal Antwerp. Oh, a little loan spell from Man United. That happens yeah, a lot, doesn't yeah. it? This yeah. is weird. This is like someone's been feeding him. <laughs> Shit, I guess he does. Who have came a... up with the who came up with the team? I guess he does uh, have the link. No, I don't. He? I guess don't, he does. don't undermine the game. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> Of course I don't. All right, next up. That's a very impressive start. A strong start from Luke Moore, but I see you've got this. Vish has been carb loading. He's been doing his stretches. He's <laughs> been that. working hard. It's to do with the game. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't want anybody thinking that this is a, a done thing. All right, next up, eight clubs. Are you ready eight. to make your bid? Eight clubs. It's Charlie Adam. Oh, oh, hello. Really? Good afternoon. Actually, we're still in the morning. Probably waiting for some breaking news to oh, kick tough. off. Luke is sort of squidging his face up. Uh, Charlie Adam, I'm going to bid. Yes. Ooh, 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 ooh. I'm going to bid four. Okay. Oh. Good solid bid. But is that Luke in the slot? I think I think with an educated guess, I can do four. Okay. But I can't do five. So I'll say Vish can name his four. Vish, you're up. Rangers. Ding. Blackpool. Stoke <laughs> and Liverpool. Well Nicely done. Well so Stoke was the one you would have had to guess for. That's his. That's his no, most. No, they're the four I had. Oh, but I'm the, with you. The, the, what the guess one would have been Rangers. I couldn't quite remember if he played for Rangers or not. 
All right. It's a tie. It's one all. I'm keep, as I'm marshalling this, I'm trying to keep things professional and fast. So what we're going to move clubs? straight into the, no, we're not. That's bad. <laughs> I said it was professional, but it was the reverse of professional because yeah. I didn't tell you the other clubs, ladies and gentlemen. And I also didn't write down what he bloody said. But I think <laughs> the other four are, he's currently playing for Dundee. He also played for Reading and St Mirren and Ross County. Wow. All I've right. never got any of those. No, no, no. no. Okay. Tough stuff. All right, one all. One all it is. What to play is. for? I'm in charge. No, I'm just, I'm just excited. I'm not trying to take over. I'm just excited. I mean, oh, that's, yeah. it's like him in all meetings. Just trying to avoid uh, the dead air. <laughs> uh, all right. Now cooking this, in your mum's kitchen, isn't this, it? This gentleman, <laughs> yeah. this gentleman has played for seven clubs. Okay. And he's actually had a little wee munch earlier on in the, earlier on in the show. Nice. It's Antonio. Cassano, the bid goes to Luke Moore. Oh, bloody hell. That's tough. I don't think you have the facilities <laughs> for that, big man. I think I agree. Not I agree with Big Shaq. Uh, okay. Hmm. Seven clubs. He's playing his playing days. I'll go three. We're from 1999 to 2017, if that helps you at all. I'll go three. Vish. Three of seven. Not bad. Uh, I can do four. Oh, get... And the voice, he said it in. I can't do five. Did you like how kind of dismissive it was, I Luke? can't do five. He said it very much like, game, oh, listen, you've I embarrassed respect, yourself I, I respect the game. He's a, he's a lineal champion for a reason. I've <laughs> no, no reason to doubt him. <laughs> right. I can't do five, so you go. You go. Four it is, Vish. Bari? Yeah, oh, good. Very good. Sam Doria? Yeah, he went on a loan spell there and then they bought him. Roma? Yeah. And Real Madrid? He's very fast, isn't he? I'm trying to write this bloody very stuff good. down. He's very, very fast. Well very done, Vish. Lovely one. stuff so far. And I did write it down, but I'm still piecing it back. The other clubs you missed were both Milans, two of my favourites, yeah. uh, Palmer, and he also went to Verona, but he never played a game there, so that wouldn't have counted. Uh, right, Vish is 2-1 up. Just checking. Just checking with my pals. Uh, right, 2-1 up, Vish, and you it's my go, yeah. are bidding. It's a, it's a big number, this next one, but I think you should have a good shot at it. It's 11 clubs. Christ. And it is Ray Wilkins. Oh, great oh. to hear him mention. Yeah, what ledge. a man. What a ledge. And can, shall I give the hint? A little hint? No hint. No, don't give a hint. Hint? You want a hint? I don't want a hint. Uh... Oh, wow. Um, it's a real balls-out performance from both of you, isn't it? I don't want any hints. God, 11 seems very high. I know, yeah, shit. Well, you don't have to get them all. You just have to... You know the way the game works. Well, I might have to get them all. Depends what Bish vids. Bish, Bish vids. All <laughs> <laughs> the pressure. Spoonerism already. What are you going for, Bish? Uh, I think I'm going to go for four. I can't believe you... you uh, don't... Can I just say, don't listen to him. I was happy with you to take a bit longer... Don't let him pressure you for time. All right, Vish. It's all part of the gamesmanship. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> you don't need to highlight it to the listeners. Uh, Vish, you've gone for four. You're sticking with four. Yeah, I think so. You're sticking with... And then perhaps that's a good move because... I can't do five and the stakes are high. I can't do five. So I'm going to have to let him go for four and hope he messes it up. Oh, bloody hell. So yeah. this, Vish, as I'm sure you're aware, is for the win. Take your time. I'll start with the one I don't know just to get the... Oh, brilliant. Thank you for helping me build suspense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could go down to a decider, though. Uh, yeah, did he play for Glasgow Rangers? Yeah, fuck. Yeah, he did. Certainly did. From he also... 1987 to 1989. Just, oh, 
because he was also... born around then, weren't he? Yeah, yeah. Because he also played for Queens Park Rangers. Certainly did. He's got it. And he played for Chelsea. He did play for Chelsea. And he played for Milan. That's the four I had. Annoying. Well played. Nah. Decent effort, Bish. Also, just very calm. Well played. Well played. What are the rest of the clubs? Oh, I yeah. I couldn't think of any others than those four. Okay, starting at the top, you had Chelsea, his first club, and then he went to Manchester United after that, which Fish, you missed, I think, of your yeah. four picks. Because <laughs> I, I think I panicked. Need it. Need you it. panicked. You panicked. <laughs> he didn't look like he was panicking. That's the main thing. On from there to AC Milan. Paris Saint-Germain was the one French club that I mentioned. Rangers, on from Rangers to QPR, then Palace, back to Queen's Park Rangers, Wiccan Wanderers, tough one, Hibernian, Millwall, and he ended his career at Leighton Orient. So that is Ray A lot to choose from. I'm out of my depth here. Yeah, that's yeah. 11 was, that's a lot for a player of that era. Yeah, that's reason. an interesting point. That's certainly what I think. He yeah. spent very short periods at a number of clubs, including oh. Palace and Wiccan Wanderers. So yeah, good job, Vish. Congratulations. I think we've tied you out, haven't we? Or do you want to do the last one, Luca? We could do the last one. We could do, do the last one. one. Come on. See if I'll make it free too. Let's do this thing. Janino Paulista is your final pick. How many clubs? He Ooh. played for nine. nine. Nine clubs. Bloody hell. Bloody hell. And I guess we let, well, I mean, it is your go to pick first anyway, but Luke, as, as, a, as a lucky loser, uh, you get to give us your bit. <sighs> Two. Fine. Vish, how many can you do? Yeah, I, I, like I think. I mean, I yeah. I mean, I have one. I know. Well, that's good. All right then. Seems like probably Luke should. Go. Should I go? Yeah. Shall I do three? <gasps> oh, outrageous! Go oh, on, then. I like no, you it. go three. Have your three. Spicy. Leon. Yeah. No, that's wrong. You're thinking of the wrong Janino. That's Janino Pernambucano. Sorry, I should have oh, said. Oh, No, you said Janino Paulista. You did. I did. I you did. did. Bad. I yeah. The dates, yeah, would have helped. It's the cheapest but... of points, but I'm taking it. God, I've got the wrong bloke. Yeah. Yeah, so what, the one we're talking about. I, would admit, uh, I could have gone Middlesbrough. Yeah, yeah, very good. And I would have guessed at Cruzeiro in Brazil. Uh, no? Uh, no. Okay, go on, tell us. But a good, you know, a good shout. Nice yeah. one. Uh, yeah, because he played from 93 to 2010, his final club. Um, so, San Paolo was the first one. Then Middlesbrough, as Luke rightly says. Atletico Madrid. Back to, um, Atletico Madrid. Middlesbrough on loan. Vasco... Well, why am I saying that? I guess the wrong player. Sorry. Vasco yeah. <laughs> <laughs> da Gama, Flamengo. Uh, more of Middlesbrough. Celtic, Palmeiras, Flamengo. Sydney FC. And Ituano was his final club. So wow. I think we've all learned something there, haven't we, Three, Vish? two. And what we've learned is always listen to the instructions. A, lose yeah. it, a loss is a loss, but well played, Vish. Oh, yeah. So um, do I now own Luke's game? You know, like the guy who, who <laughs> yeah. defeated Steve Jobs is now, like, <laughs> presumably owns all the <laughs> yeah. iPads and stuff. Do I, am I like... You get to I, keep the trophy now, like uh, Brazil. But can I take over? Am I like... Can I succession this shit? Can I have... <laughs> this seems like something... It's we a may, bear hug. We may need to debate after <laughs> yeah. the show, but, yeah. uh, you know, write in if you've got any views. I'm going to go on the private jet and work out my tactics. <laughs> people close to me enjoy Sarajevo yeah. oh, shit spoiler sorry yeah. <laughs> it's funny that Luke hasn't mentioned his private jet at any stage before right. now Luke congrats on your what first appearance in yeah. this game in the yeah. professional era I'm quite happy with the, the platform I've built there how did you feel inside um, you know, under the bright lights yeah inside? here he is the nerd asking the question oh, no. I just want to have a shower yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to understand how I feel inside Vish 
No, I've never, I've never felt this Too bad. Too intense. <laughs> I ain't never felt this bad ever. <laughs> Sorry to cut into what could have been a beautiful moment, everybody. Yeah. We need to get out of yeah. here. Luke, you had fire in the belly, but maybe a bit more frozen head would be what you needed I think, next I think it was time. the way around. I think I was probably a bit too chill. I need to go. I need to ramp it up next time. That seems unusual for you. And <laughs> I know, can, right? We'll carry that one out into the sunset yeah. as we get out of here. Luke Moore, lovely to see you. Thanks for having me. Nice to see you, Vatishan and Hantaraja. As the Australians say, I'm about to enjoy some winner's piss. <laughs> Nice to see you listeners as well. Feel free to enjoy that on your own time. Thanks for listening to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Betway. The Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.